Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world, and Shelley Shearer here. I hope you had a spectacular weekend. Mine was exhausting but wonderful. <laughs> I still haven't quite recovered from vacation, and I had a lovely dinner party Friday night with some very close and dear friends, and I actually want to talk about that today because you know what? Relationships are so important. And they come and go in so many phases in your life. So six uh, friends of ours, three couples came over for dinner. There's eight of us. We call ourselves a circle of friends. Uh, Three groups of us have known each other. Well, actually, we've all known each other. It's actually one couple is someone that came into my life through my husband. And it's just kind of funny how that kind of all works. The gentleman of that relationship my husband played soccer with for years only to discover when we all got reconnected years later in life that his partner was in Keith's grad limo when he graduated from high school. Um, You know, you just never know where you're going to reconnect with people. And the other two couples, of course, are... Keith's best friend and his wife is I've known since grade uh, four or five and uh, his younger brother and his his partner these are just people in our lives that have they know so much about us they love us they're such huge support and when we get together it's just always great great fun unfortunately probably too much wine flowed but you know my husband had this fantastic three liter bottle of Pinot Noir that we've been aging for about six years, maybe seven in the cellar. It's from a winery up in the kind of Vernon, between Cologne and Vernon, the Winfield area in British Columbia. I spoke on wine the other day. And Grey Monk, um, they're a fairly larger winery. I, I, I have to admit, I don't drink a lot of their wines, but I they do have, they do do a lovely Pinot and we were up there a few years back and and uh and pick this up and have been aging it ever since and when you've got a three liter bottle of wine let me tell you you got to have some friends to share that with that's four bottles of wine basically so it's not something keith and i are going to open on a friday night so we cooked up his spectacular halibut that he caught a couple months back when he was out fishing and the crab that was in the freezer and it's kind of one of those dinners where Keith looks at me and says, do we like those these people that much? Yes, yes, we do. But yes, he's been sort of uh, holding off. You've got to eat these things fresh, but it's a really rich dish. It's not it's not something everyone enjoys. Not everyone's a, a, a seafood type person. And the whole dinner was just all about, you know, the wine and the seafood. And all my girlfriends brought a little something for the table. And we just, oh my goodness, it just went on for hours. It was a gorgeous sunny day. And one of the couples, um, the, the soccer player and the grad limo couple, they'd never been to our new home. So they had not seen the, as I joke, the campground that we had purchased. It's not really a campground, folks. I just, I, I live on a... a a piece of property that just is very very natural and the backyard is you know just full of huge cedar trees and really I guess after a year and a half I have to give incredible gratitude for the gift that God and the universe has bestowed upon us because I saw it fresh through their eyes and they were just flabbergasted yes I had a beautiful home that I had built but it was nothing like the land and the piece of property that we live on now I, you know what I gave up in a in sort of a fancy house I gained in a in a, a lifestyle and our grandbaby came over on Sunday and of course uh, you know when we see her when my son is working we don't get her the whole day like we normally do so our time limit is really tight And so sometimes adventures where the adventure grandparents are a little hard to fit in in just four hours. We couldn't really get the boat launched and out to where we wanted to go and back again in time. And we don't have kind of the opportunity to keep her longer. Her mom's just not open to that. So we have to work within these parameters. 
But, you know, she just arrives. And, of course, to someone that's five turning six, this property is just adventure land for her. So, really, she's rushing out the door at 10 after 3. And we still haven't done five other things that we thought we'd get to that day. And we haven't left the property. You know, she has seen her playhouse and helped make breakfast gone to the garden, harvested her carrots to take home to mommy and cleaned the beans so that we could chop them up for the freezer for grandpa. You know, it was just spectacular. Her joy, her joy when she is with us is so fabulous. And this sort of just touches on all my attitudes and comments today about relationships. We build them in our lives. I pray to, I pray to the Lord above that you have great family relationships mine they're a little rough they've got a lot of history but they're a little rough so I went out and made fabulous friends because our psyche our what I call the unconscious mind negative or positive if there's things that we must have to survive we're going to go find them now luckily for me most of it was positive there was definitely I've definitely had some very unhealthy relationships in my life due to certain tr traumas and, and, and bad experiences. But for the most part, I have attracted amazing, amazing friends in my life. And I do say attract because what you put out there is what you get back. So to get a friend, you be a friend. And my friends, I needed that support when I was younger and I made sure that I had great, strong relationships. Not really sure how I deserve them all, but I have them and I'm very grateful. And when you're young, these are the people that, wow, they... <laughs> If the, you have them when you're young and you keep them when you're older, they know way too much about you. They could blackmail you forever. But that is actually kind of the fun when you get together because you get to relive those memories sometimes. Now, I've got a girlfriend, Beerta. I've spoken probably about her many times on my podcast. She remembers everything. She was my very first friend when I moved into our new area coming from back home from Alberta in grade one. And in my neighborhood, she was two doors down. She was my very, very first. And she's my oldest friend that I still have contact with today. She has a memory like a steel trap. I, on the other hand, just like to let things go. It's like, you know what? I probably don't need to know that. I don't want to remember it. And I let it go. And then I get together with her and she says, don't you remember? Now, my husband's usually laughing going, did she really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really remember that. But she's always right. You know, if you, if you prod me long enough and she brings up stuff, I'm like, oh, right. I just like kind of let it all go. <laughs> Can't have that all in my head, but she remembers everything. So these groups of friends know her as well. And so I've had these people in my life for a long time. Well, when you're younger, they're the people you have all your adventures with. They know all your growing mistakes and pains and secrets and pain, uh, successes in those younger years. And they're usually, not always, but usually those are your fun friends. You know, your late teens or teenage into your 20s, they're the fun friends because you're, you're having adventures. Then you start having families and becoming grown adults yourself. And your life changes. And then if you're really lucky, if you're doing that whole family thing in different phases, you just make a way to stay in touch. And good, good friends, you can sometimes go a long time without seeing them. You pick up the phone or you drop in and things are just like they always have been. And these are the type of friends that I'm talking about that I have. Then you get a little older and, and sometimes like now in our 50s, these friends are the ones that have all your memories and your stories. But you also develop friends that are just amazing support. I've spoken many times about the neighborhood that I live in that is just freaking spectacular. And there is just such huge support there. You know, Keith and I, now Keith has never raised a child on his own. I have, um, but he's a fabulous grandfather and uncle. He was very, very involved in his nieces and nephews' lives growing up because the family looked after themselves. Like the boys, you know, by 21, these boys, uh, him and his brother, were babysitting brand new newborns while, you know, his sister was a flight attendant and his brother-in-law was a um, 
firefighter, they're, they're used to children. So they didn't have to raise them to understand them and, and know them. So kids kind of gravitate to him. And in this neighborhood, that happens a lot. doesn't matter kind of where we go. We, we just tend to attract that. And we're so grateful for that. And now our age gives us a different perspective. And we sort of attract kids that need something a little different sometimes. Sometimes the teenagers just feel they just want to come and talk when maybe their parents aren't the one they want to talk to. And Auntie Shelley and Uncle Keith are always kind of that safe place to, to have a discussion. You know, I've got kind of a small gift of facilitation. I haven't really exercised that muscle in my life. In fact, taking the Sacred Gifts course uh, a couple years back, it came as a bit of a shock that I had that gift because I didn't realize it at all. And unless you calm me down and I get very focused one-on-one, it becomes very apparent and everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's a gift. And I'm like, didn't really actually notice that. But I'm noticing it now as I'm getting older and I'm noticing when younger people want to come and chat because they just need that listening. They just need to kind of vent and get it out and sometimes need a little direction. But they're not looking for me to parent and they're not looking for me to answer all their questions. They just, they're just looking for understanding. Well, there's probably not much really at this point in life other than what goes on when you're really older that I probably haven't experienced or, or don't have a perspective on at this point. That just, just comes with the years and the age and the wisdom. So relationships are so very important. And so I really encourage you today, how are your relationships? No matter what age you are or what sex you are that you are listening to this podcast, are you nurturing the relationships that you need in your life now? Are you thinking ahead about how you might need some of those friendships and relationships down the road? Work relationships are another thing. I've always kind of kept touch with a lot of clients and and work type uh, co uh, workers because you just never know. You never know when someone might need their skill set and you can refer, or you might need them or they might need you in your future life. Those are it's sort of all building the bridges in your life of communication and connection, and when that web work sort of you know you kind of get out of your teens and into your 20s and you start building that web work in your life it becomes almost like a trampoline that you can land on and you can rely on I know that's kind of a strange analogy but that's sort of how I look at it and you might need not need those people every day but it just always pays to keep to keep your network in touch you you need to make sure that you keep in touch with your friends your relationships your networking to to ensure that you have what you need in your life going forward in your work in your home life in your personal life relationships no man is an island i know that sometimes introverts think that they're all alone they're not they're just people that deal with social maybe um, interaction differently than an extrovert like i am i mean it's obvious i'm an extrovert uh, but I'm also a person that needs a lot of downtime. So introverts, don't get yourself convinced that you don't need people because that, that is just a lie that needs to quit being propagated because I've heard it from people. You, you know enough people like I do and you've done enough courses and, and such. You come across so many different types of personalities. Introverts, you are not islands. You just interact with the world a little differently, okay? People need people. It's why... There's things like organizations and churches and Alcoholics Anonymous and schools because everything one-on-one doesn't create the same energetic synergy that happens when there's groups of people or when you're with someone else. We're energetic people. And when we put our energy with something or someone else, another entity, then we're going to, it's going to amplify itself. You're going to have better support, better learning, better support in your life. 
So I'm not even really sure where this podcast came today. I was actually going to talk about, you know, second chances, and I still might do that next. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.